the bottom line. Missy. Yaku. Missy Davies. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk. This is going to be an interesting conversation today because I know a lot of this stuff, but I have a feeling I'm going to learn something about you and I've known you for a while, a long time. So welcome on the bottom line. Thank you. Um, I'm excited about this topic because you're really, really good. We try to bring we try to only bring experts in, in their field onto the show to really give people a bottom line perspective of like what's it really about, what brass tacks, the bottom line, that kind of stuff. So when we talk about personal development, right, you are an expert and I've watched you be an expert, but it's in many different fields, which I think is going to make this conversation interesting because it's not just one area, right? So we're going to start a little bit about where you're from. I always do that. Where are you from? Where were you born and raised? And then your journey, I'd say let's, because I know your story, maybe your journey through through Miss Tennessee, Miss USA, or the early part of your life, right? <laughs> if, we can, if we can do that. Okay. So first of all, thank you for having me on your show. It's no, a it's real pleasure. honor to be here. And I love your studio great thank job you. and thank you for all the work that you and philippa are doing we share together and the projects that you're working on so thank, thank you, you to you and it is an honor to be here and me um well i'm a native nashvillian and have um migrated a little further out but still in the middle tennessee area and i yeah, was very honored to be Miss Tennessee back when it was a big deal <laughs> before all the things changed in our culture. But back in my era, you were Miss Tennessee was someone who represented the state on a national level as like a spokesperson for all the reasons why Tennessee was a great place. And uh, it, the goal really was to choose someone who would be a good role model for the state. And I know it's morphed into lots of different things since then. But back back in 1982, when I was Miss Tennessee, that was the goal was for me to be a good role model for 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 girls and to represent the state well and be a spokesperson for it. Um, I was blessed with the opportunity to travel internationally as a model and an actress. And my lifetime goal was to get married and have children and to be a stay-at-home mom and to help other people reach their goals and dreams through helping them be confident, be the best version of themselves so that they could accomplish their own personal goals and dreams. So when when I got married and, and had my first child, that's when I opened a state-licensed and accredited development center called Advantage Training Center there in Nashville and um, started a journey of helping other people to accomplish their dreams and goals by being the best version of themselves. And then it, that led to opening an agency, which led to us having a, a sag after agency, which led to um, opening a global business, and which has to do with health and wellness and beauty, and then eventually being a casting director and a producer. So 
it's um it's it's been an interesting journey, but it's all been related to helping people yeah. be the best version of themselves. Yeah, and, and I, I met you in 2000, maybe a five or so, and, and ever since I've known you, it's always that, whether it's in the movie business today, casting, being a casting director, which is really identifying talent, yeah. helping talent get roles, shaping and morphing talent, giving counsel and advice, whether it's that or whether it is in health, wellness, and beauty, helping people live healthier, look better, have positive energy, positive body image, take care of their temple, whether it's that or whether it is running an agency, you know, a for-profit agency, or even we're going to, you know, dive in a little later, a little bit into a new venture that you're in. Um, you guys are doing something really interesting in Nashville around prayer. Yeah. You know, and, and that's so exciting. Right. But that's also personal development. You know, that's investing. Really that's investing in, in the soul aspect. So it's always personal development. Yeah. And this is, I think if there's a common thread through this, through this interview today that I want people to understand is no matter what they do, at some point we're engaging with people. And what happens when we actually invest in people and develop people? Because I've watched you invest in, a lot of a lot of people i mean y- you were my agent at one point and so yes. that's how we met and so i can firsthand talk about that but let's back up way up <laughs> something happened you were about to run for miss tennessee and a mentor stepped into your life that helped you develop yes actually it even started before then i um I had gotten my first job, was at a shopping mall, and I got discovered by a talent scout. And my very first modeling job was for the number one magazine in the whole world for teenagers. At that time, it's called Seventeen Magazine. And I got discovered, and my very first job was for a full-page spread in Seventeen Magazine. Which is huge. Was really huge. huge back at the time. Back in and the outside day. the norm, that's not normally how you launch a modeling career. No, usually yeah. you pursue it. I yeah. just was at the right place at the right time, but I was ready. I'd had, um, I hadn't had any modeling coaching at that point, but I had done pageants and I had done dancing, and so I had good posture. I knew how to have good eye t- contact and present myself, and so anyway, I was sort of ready. But at that um, at that job, it was easy because it was another local model. Like I was the brunette, they cast a blonde, and we had this full page ad, and no one knew what they were doing. She didn't know what she was doing. I didn't know what I was doing, and the ad was cute. Then my next job was with the New York photographer and the editor of the magazine, and a New York model, and me. And it was very clear that I had no clue what I was doing. And the photographer ended up yelling at me. He was going, would you change your pose? Would you just change your pose? And I'm thinking, I am. Smile, no smile, hand on my hip, hand down. Like, oh. I'm thinking, what else is there? <laughs> but obviously, there was a lot more to it. And I got yelled at. And um, and like most teenage girls, um that have had a really bad day, they went from saying, oh, we want to cover test you and bring you to New York to saying, uh, thank you, see you later. <laughs> we never want to work with you again. 
Uh, so I came home, I closed the door, I uh, turned off the lights, I laid on my bed, and I cried and had a pity party. And then a little voice inside, probably that I'd gotten from my family, said, well, are you just going to quit or are you going to do something about it? And I thought, oh, I'm not just going to quit. Okay, I had a really bad day, but I learned that you should that you need to develop skills and practice them before you make it to the major leagues. Like I jumped from not knowing anything to being in the major leagues. And I had not done the self-development yeah. and the skill building that I needed to succeed there. And as God would have it, um, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah, The ad agent that had discovered me called me up and she said, there's this really um, impressive woman who just took a, a leave of absence from her, from her fashion directing job because she's had her first baby and she's teaching modeling classes in her home. And I think you should take. <laughs> and I went, how much does it cost? Because I didn't have a lot of money. And she said, $40. And I went, I have $40. And so I took modeling class from a really amazing woman who would become my mentor and friend, who is who happens to be the first female from the state of Tennessee to ever be in the United States Senate. And that's Marsha Blackburn. So Marsha Blackburn from the age of 16 was my, she was my coach and became my mentor so that when I did pageants, she all, she was the one who would do the interview training with me. <laughs> Amazing. And later became the godmother to your first yes, to your daughter. Yes, who to is your, your wife. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And so people can put two and two together. And, and then they're going to think, how do you look this way and you have a daughter that can be my wife? Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, so, so that's the foundation because I always talk about foundation, and you mm -hmm. just you just did it without me even prompting you. You jumped, and, and I think a lot of times when when someone jumps from oh. from zero to hero, from nowhere to the major leagues, something catastrophic happens, and then they go, okay, they they they're not they're not good enough, and then they f forget yeah. about them. Yeah. Thankfully, um, in your case, there was. Because obviously, after Miss Tennessee, you became an international model. You traveled a lot of work, you know, in the Asian countries, and then come back and then launch this amazing agency to develop people. What have you seen? If there's two or three things that you can just highlight or more that would be common things that you see mistakes people make mm -hmm. in self development. Yeah. That that they can take away today and go, oh, okay, I've done that. Like, don't do that. Or things they don't do mm -hmm. that they should be doing. Good question. In self-development. Well, when I was overseas modeling, I literally was surrounded by the most beautiful women in the world. And I was so surprised at what low self-esteem they had in that they were making horrible decisions. Like every one of the girls that were in my agency and that I was friends with made terrible boyfriend choices. Mm. Like literally the most beautiful women in the world and every one of them was choosing like a loser boyfriend. And I'm like, this makes no sense. So I started thinking about it and I felt like God was saying, 
couple things. First of all, they don't know who they are and who created them. And they don't know who I created them to be. And that's like on a spiritual level, but on just like a, an emotional and physical level, they skipped the whole development process mm. so that they didn't have a foundation. So if they had a bad day and they didn't book a job, or maybe they have a bad week or a bad month, they don't have like a foundation to fall back on. They just start to panic. And uh, I thought, you know what? When I retire, when I finish, you know, my uh, opportunity to be doing modeling and acting, I want to open a development center where we be sure that we establish a firm foundation. Yeah. So that so that they can avoid, you know, some of the the bad choices that I saw a lot of my international modeling friends making. Is this what led to in part, right? Because because it is fascinating to see really, really pretty girls and they'll and they'll end up with, with loser guys or really bad guys, bad influence, and then all of a sudden comes in drugs and all the other influence. Yeah. And then it's like a merry go round. They also have a lot of boyfriends. Did some of that lead to, I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your program, maybe not at first, but later on, had 12 weeks. It was a 12-week yeah. program, right? And it right. was 12 intensive weeks right. of really investing in this women, but men too, young boys too. Right. And we'll get to some of the other branched into music and artists and all different kinds of things. Yeah. We will get there. But it was 12 weeks of intense training yeah. And if I recall, if I recall <laughs> correctly, they graduated. Now, obviously, they were in an agency at that point, And these were people who, who had the talent that wanted to go work. But some of them just came for development. But they graduated by earning a Bible. Is that right? Yes. Um, you're correct. I think that 12 weeks is like the perfect amount of time. Uh, but that includes your photo shoot and your agency meeting. So you're saying at least like 10 weeks of training. I think it takes that much of repetition, 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 where we can break old thought patterns mm. and body language patterns and physical patterns and habits, but break emotional and, and thought patterns that aren't serving the person, you know, that, that are hurting them rather than moving them forward and helping them. So that's why I think the 10 weeks, and then we added 12 weeks because we had an agency and we had to have agency training. But um, I think 10 weeks was like the magic number. And yes, when they finished, I gave everybody a Bible because I said, the answer to every question that you're ever gonna have can be found in this book. Yep. But you gotta read it. It's like a treasure map. You got to dig through it to find it. This is fascinating. Okay, and and look, you're this, you're still doing this today. So yes, it started <laughs> it started way back, but you're still you're investing in young women and and men and models and actors. You're doing it today, but back then, they did not have Instagram. Oh no, they did not have Snapchat. No, they didn't live for the like that really means nothing. It's really empty. So. But I think it's it was almost like it was a prelude. It, you were early because today, if if ever I think young women, because, you know, we fight sex trafficking. So right. if ever I think young women 
are more lost in who they are in their personal identity they get their identity from culture and yeah. it's super dangerous yeah. so for the for the women listening today whether they 12 22 52 it doesn't matter but the importance help me out a little bit as a woman because i can you know i'm i'm married and i've got two daughters well, I had a lot of guys too like sure yeah, very su- very successful guys. Chris Young, Chris country Young. artist. What does he had like twelve number ones? You launched Chris Young's career. We can t- okay. Let's jump there. Let's go down that path. And I, you <laughs> Just won't not do to leave out the guys. You won't do but this, but I, I definitely. You know, but a lot of models and a lot of actors. And, definitely and, more females. Yeah, and your son Ben Davies is a lead actor in Courageous, and you developed your own sons. I saw that, and one one of your sons was probably the most talented when it came to modeling, but was the least interested. Uh, Joshua, just but. Um, Yes, Chris Young's career. You also launched Miley Cyrus's career. I was Miley Cyrus's agent for three years. And, and young Miley. Booked her, booked her on her very first movie role, which was in Big Fish, a Tim Burton film. Yeah. And then that led to Miley being yeah. the whole story of reading for a part and booking Hannah Montana. And so, yes, there's been, there's been amazing international We've been, We've been blessed to help a lot of people who became successful. We were just... A piece of the puzzle in their success. So today, more or less important or more critical or less critical for women and men, but let's just focus on women, young Mm -hmm. girls, particularly late millennials, Mm -hmm. Gen Z, that I almost want to say it's an SOS, it's a 911 call for Mm -hmm. them to get to really someone invest in them and find identity. Because Mm -hmm. if I see how they behave online, and what they do for a like, mm. it's stuff that you wouldn't do until you were married to a guy. Now they're doing it just for a like. Mm. So it's almost like to give up so much of themselves for a like that's empty. Because the guy, I always say this to the girls, the guy that just liked your picture in, in wearing basically nothing, you understand he also liked 300 other girls in the same 10 minutes. <laughs> Well, it's not it's not you even it's it's him it's a, it's satisfying him and a right. dopamine effect for him it's very empty it's really not even about you so it's so empty there's there's a lot to your statements and your questions it's very multifaceted so let me try to address the different facets there cuz i love talking about the guy thing remind me if we i we will get to the guys come yeah. back to the no a girls relating to the guys yes. come back to that i, will. I, I love will. talking about that but let's go back to the beginning it all comes back to identity you know even though we have the technology has changed the fundamentals have not changed That's right. so even though you know 10 20 years ago there was less pressure with identity there is way more pressure but it's still the same uh same things at play So first of all, I think to know your identity and be confident. Well, I always say this about Advantage. In my program, I want to make you so confident and comfortable with who you are and your skill set and how God created you that you feel so good about that, that you are free to applaud the success and achievements of your peers. Because girls have one of two mm-hmm. things happen. They either go, 
oh my gosh, she's so much better than me. I'm such a loser because I didn't accomplish what she accomplished. So when they see someone accomplish something, they have the negative self-talk. Oh, she's better than me. I'm terrible. I'm a loser. Ah, I'm going to turn the lights off in my room and lay on the bed and cry. Or they'll go, I hate her. She thinks she's so great. You know, she thinks she's better than me. So it manifests like jealousy. So the way, both of those things are terribly destructive and they will keep you from being the best version of yourself because mm -hmm. now you're all in your head with all these distractions. They're just lies from the pit of hell, just different types of lies. We can avoid that if we know who God is, how big he is, he doesn't make mistakes, and who he created you to be and embrace it and be the best version of it. Then you can be at peace with yourself, peace with your purpose. Your only competition is yourself being the best version of who you're created to be because we're all unique and different. Just like snowflakes, none of them are the same. None of us are the same. So we shouldn't try to be like other people. We just should try to be our own best version. That does not mean we are lazy. That's a whole other thing too. You know, I, I represented petite models, regular size models, plus size models. And in acting, we need all sizes, all ethnicities, all ages, all looks. There's a place for everybody. Yes, but I still want you to be the best version of yourself. Of you, yes. You know, so. Um, what, what is the, what is the, look, you're a talent scout, <laughs> international, you're a talent developer, you're a, you're a, uh, you're a casting director for film. So this is a highly accredited, experienced opinion that I'm asking a question of. Okay. Same girl, beautiful, lots of talent. Mm-hmm. Low self-esteem, low confidence mm -hmm. versus completely comfortable in her skin and a lot of confidence. Mm. How big a difference does that make in being successful? And we'll get to guys too, but for a girl. No one wants to work with somebody, especially... I With modeling, you can get away with it. You can get away with being really messed up if they only have to deal with you for one day. For an acting job, whether it's a movie and you're going to be on set for one to three months or a TV series where you're going to be together for months, nobody wants to put up with uh, mental instability. No matter how beautiful you are. No. Yeah. Or how talented. Uh, I will say... Here's a perfect example of, of this. We were offering a prize. I brought in a New York, at the time, who was the top New York talent scout with the number one agency in New York that I would place my models with. So this, their number one scout from the number one agency flew to Nashville, and we had a big event, and I was giving away a 12-week program, which would include their photos and being represented by the agency at the end once they had developed their skills. And we had a top 10, and then we picked a winner. So the winner was 5'10", the perfect measurements, the perfect height, clear skin, the right age. She was chosen as the winner. And then there was a girl who made the top 10, 
and she was five foot three, medium size, uh, same age, and her mom and dad came up and thanked us for putting her in the top 10 and said, we want to pay you and enroll her in your program because they bully her at school. They tease her. We really need her to have better self-esteem and to have something fun where she can just be the best version of herself. So the two girls are in the same class. The girl that was given it for free showed up half the time, didn't do half of what I said, and could have been a top international model, but she thought she was too good. She knew everything. She was not coachable. She, did, she didn't have a bad, she wasn't mean or hateful. She just was prideful and arrogant and uncoachable. And she did a few jobs and disappeared. The little girl that was too short. And five foot three in the fashion industry is a disqualifier normally. Right. Now, she probably grew three quarters an inch, but she never exceeded five four. She ended up on the cover of Vogue and working internationally. Are you talking about Charlotte Dodds? I'm talking about Charlotte Dodds. I love her. She's and such became a beautiful... It became it, iconic. I mean, yeah. yeah. She was... She was probably the most successful fashion model that was that height. And uh, she actually was in two Super Bowl, two commercials that played during the Super Bowl also. So um, she's just a beautiful example of someone who was coachable and had a great attitude and and was so such a delight to work with. And um, because it takes a team. That, that's one thing I can yeah. say. From sport, it takes a team. It's yeah. not just the talent. It's the people around. It's how coachable you are. It's continually upgrading skills up because times change. Let's get back to the guys because you wanted to talk about the guys. What happens to a guy when they see a pretty girl or, or the instant like? But it's really about the guy. It's not even about the girl. And I don't think girls know this. I don't know that they know that guys... Well, if someone took my class, I would have told them this. I know you would have because I was in those classes I, myself. I and don't want to like rat out my sons, but I used to use them in examples. But I said, okay, let me tell you how I have a girl and two boys. Let me tell you how boy... This is me talking to the girls. Let me tell you how boys think. So we get allergy testing for our children. And one of my sons... It's tested for dairy, and he can eat all the dairy, any kind of cheese except one cheese, which is Parmesan cheese. The, the allergy test said you can't have Parmesan cheese. All of a sudden, he thinks Parmesan cheese is his favorite. He thinks he's going to die or starve to death if he does not eat Parmesan cheese. And I said, girls, are you listening to me? It's what they can't have that they want. So you always need to say no. The answer should always be no. <laughs> I don't think you're ratting them out. And, and by the way, and by the way, those two guys are amazing guys. I mean, they, they are. are phenomenal guys. Yes. Very talented, uh, very gifted, athletic. You know, and the whole family's athletes. But yeah, I mean, the I know guys, and when they like an image on Instagram of a girl who is is self-exploiting, they could not. They would prefer not to know her name who she is, anything about her. It's a quick, it's like a, it's like yeah. a cocaine hit. It's a quick fix for a dopamine. And I want girls to understand that it's so empty to get that kind of affirmation, much rather 
the kind of affirmation it's about their personality. And I'm not saying looks don't matter. Of course, looks matter. Yes, of course. It's, beauty is something God-given. God gives it, like a singing voice or the ability to hit a baseball or throw a fast pitch. Mm-hmm. But it's not all that it is. I mean, it's got to be deeper than that. Well, I think the girls need to change the way they view themselves and the way they view um, social media and the way they would view having a relationship or getting attention from guys because um, you you have to look at things the right way. And hopefully if someone has a healthy, a healthy self-image, if someone knows who God is, how big he is, and knows that we only live here like that fast compared to eternity. If you live 100 years, it's like, that compared to eternity. So keep the big perspective and that you're valuable and God has a special plan for you. You can only marry one person, so we don't need the universe to like us. We only need that one perfect guy for us, and he will not be perfect because no human is perfect. Yeah, and we're not. We make a lot of mistakes as guys. But that one guy that's the right fit for, for the right girl and so you're just looking for that one connection. So you, if you're busy with all these distractions, you might miss, or you probably will miss that one person that's exactly right for you. So, you know, if it's just, I think it's coming back to setting your goals, making sure that, uh, you're looking at the situation. You're looking at yourself. You're looking at your situation. You're looking at your goals with the right perspective so that you don't get distracted by who likes me, who doesn't like me, you know, who's going to put the thumbs up or the the fire emoji on my picture. Yeah. Wow. We're going to get back real soon. I want to take a quick break, if I can, and just tell people about Patriot Mobile, an incredible company, the only Christian conservative cell phone provider in the U.S. They use all the major towers of all the other networks. You're going to get fantastic service. But more importantly, they put their money where it matters. For instance, they went to the border with us. They helped us fight sex trafficking. They helped us feed the ranchers on the border, law enforcement. You want to be spending your time and your money at a place where those who you're spending it on hold your values. And Patriot Mobile holds your values. So why did you check out 972-PATRIOT? Dial 972-PATRIOT. And when you do, mention the bottom line and you get free activation. It's time for us to vote with our dollar in this country and support those that hold our values. And that would be in the cell phone industry, Patriot Mobile. So check them out. 972-PATRIOT and mention the bottom line. Nisi, okay. Now, some of the people that we mentioned here that you had, you played a part in their life, and there's so many, and there's athletes and models and business development. We're going to get into the business world here mm-hmm. a little bit about how that crosses into business. But some of them at times in their life, we would say, hit a rough patch. Sure. We could argue, you know, there's, let's pick Miley seasonally. There's, there's rough patches. So, my point I'm trying to make is it's a continual thing. It's not a one-time, let me get skills and get training and get some input, and then I can ride that way for the rest of my life. I had Miley. I was Miley's agent. I was not. She did not go through my 12-week program. She went through some acting 
workshops that we had at Advantage. And uh, I enjoyed every time I got to put her on tape for different movies. Um, but I had her as a child. Um, I think everyone's going to go through rough patches yeah. for sure. Um, I will say this about Miley. She will never be lukewarm. Yeah, she's fire. She will be yeah. she will be full on for whatever it is that's going on with her. She will never be lukewarm and I, and I love that about her. Yeah. Um but yeah, everyone the more the more potential a person has for the kingdom of God, the more opposition and the more attacks that they're going to face. If someone's going to not be a threat to the enemy, they're not going to experience so many uh, obstacles. And attacks, I think. A really good point. So I think people can analyze that and say, man, I feel like I'm under attack, you know, a lot. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to really ask God about the level of potential or, or right. what was deposited because y you're potentially dangerous. Or someone could be less dangerous for against evil and really step into their calling. And all of a sudden now it's like, okay, it's like joining the team, stepping in on behalf of other people. When that translated to business, mm -hmm. because obviously Advantage Training Center, which became Advantage Models and Talent. And then Advantage Talent Agency. Advantage Talent Agency. Now let's go a little bit to some of the other things, the health and wellness yeah. products. Where did your world intersect with it's that? Perfect question. I, As I was trying to help people be the best version of themselves, and as we, I developed an agency... Um, that's when, that's when I went on this two year journey, testing every product on the market and researching ingredients and, and skin and why people break out or why they get wrinkles, why they get, you know, discoloration in their skin. I was studying all this to try to help the people I had trained have picture perfect skin. So someone would want to pay them to be in their ads or be in their TV spots. Um, I mean, now it's even worse because you've got these, the HD and the yeah, 4Ks uh, and, you know. Shooting 4K right now, yeah. Right. Exactly, it exposes everything. It exposes yes. everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's even more important today than it would have been back, you know, when I was doing the research. But I, I discovered that we needed products that we're not going to clog up our pores so that our skin could breathe so that then we wouldn't break out. And we needed makeup that was not going to break the skin out. And we needed makeup and skincare that was not going to mess up the hormones because about 90% of the products will mess up your hormones. Makeup goes makeup. through the skin. The skin absorbs it, which is an organ, largest organ in the and body, 90, the skin. Whatever you put on, well, just think about this. You can put on a patch and not get pregnant. You can put on a patch and not have a heart attack. Or nicotine patch and, right. and not wanting to smoke. Yeah. It so goes into the bloodstream. Whatever you put on your skin, you may think it's no big deal. It's just, it's just hand lotion. But whatever's in there absorbs into the millions of little pores. It's in your bloodstream. And then within 90 seconds, it's delivered into every organ of your body. So it's more than just looking pretty for HD. <laughs> it's really about your mental health, your yeah. emotional health, your hormonal health, and your physical health. And then I had three kids who are all national champions in sports and full ride um, 
scholarship athletes at D1 schools. So that led me to also be looking at nutrition to help them um, compete at their very best. But also uh, I discovered that also helps a person be healthy and not starve their body, but have the right body weight, not being too skinny or not being overweight, but to reach that healthy, perfect weight. Uh, so it, it, it all meshed together to help the models and the actors look their best, feel their best. To help your own children. And to help my own children. Yeah. And so um, 30 years ago, I discovered Arbonne, and it took me two years of searching. And I did at the time, I just thought, well, the dermatologists are not helping anybody. They're charging a lot of money, and that most it's not clearing anybody's skin up unless they do Accutane, and then that can make them suicidal, and they have... It's and major hormone imbalances and girls and crazy stuff And happening. then they, they're worse before they get better. Um, so I, I wanted to help my own clients and my own children to look their best and feel their best. And so I found this, this product line that has the highest ingredient standard in the world. Arbonne is the original clean beauty brand. It's been in business 42 years back when nobody knew what clean beauty was. I had always had like a bump somewhere on my face. And I remember like doing a TV commercial and they're going to do close-ups and the makeup artist is going, you know, because I had the one big zit she's going to have to cover up. Um, and it's not like when you do a print job and they can just... Photoshop it. Yeah, no. It Airbrush was it. Yeah. TV commercial. So there's like, ah. So I knew how detrimental to your career it could be to have your face broke out. But... I was on dermatology drugs for a decade, which totally messed up my body. Totally always had a queasy stomach, and I didn't know why. And it was as it was a side effect from dermatology medication. So uh, anyway, I had, because of my own bad experiences, I was highly motivated to help my clients to avoid those health problems. Um, and I was thrilled to find Arbonne, and I didn't know it was a good business. I just knew the products were the best Yeah, on the you, planet. You, you looked at it from a product perspective. I fell in love with clean, products. Clean, clean in, clean out, so clean products in, but, as, but as, as makeup. And I don't know if many girls pay attention to that because I know industry standard, though, which is really, let me say not ideal. Like MAC Cosmetics is, Terrible. An, is an industry standard in film, right? Because it, it's cheaper. It's, it's used a lot. They have a lot. They have a lot of beautiful shades, but I'm telling it, you, people it, break out on set. I'm a film I mean, director. People break up break on, on set. Literally, it clogs. It's hard to get off. You know, I'm just talking about firsthand experience. It creates a nightmare for the makeup artist because the the actress will break out in most cases, and then you got to cover it up for the remainder of the shoot. If yeah. it was a fashion shoot, no one would care because the it's one day. Yeah, right. And the model, if the model breaks out, no one cares. But in a in a film shooting, it's, it's a, a problem. Deal. Yeah. So yeah, I, I God led me to Arbonne, and I'm thankful. And I didn't realize it was a global business. Like, I really started to appreciate it once the whole world locked down because Arbonne's online shopping. 
Like it's all online. Right. Yeah. In Poland and UK and New Zealand and Canada and America and Australia, it's all online shopping. And so you just go online, you get the best products in the world, and they'll ship it to any of those countries. I've seen that, Brian, and we in our home is an our home is an Arbonne. Yes. Okay. But one of our favorite products, which I know your husband, Brad, who's an athlete, Vanderbilt football player, athlete, track coach, it's probably his favorite. I don't know if it's his favorite. I can't speak for him, but it's one of my favorite products is the protein. Oh, yeah. Because I'm an athlete and I love in its clean protein. So it's not just skin and no. cosmetics. I mean, it's protein, it's energy. You know, it, there's the a lot of protein has 20 probiotics, am- 20 amino acids, enzymes. vitamins, minerals, and it's pea protein. Uh, cranberry protein and rice protein with no no added um anything artificial no, no artificial no sweeteners oh my gosh whey is so harmful to your stomach someone who has queasy stomach i would never ever recommend anyone use whey it's it's so hard on your digestion and soy messes up your hormones yeah. so uh, and if you just have straight pea protein it tastes terrible so we have the combination of the pea with the cranberry and the rice protein. So it tastes delicious. Children even like it. And yeah. it helps you maintain your perfect weight. But for an athlete, it helps you uh, perform at the highest level. There's so many diets, so many workouts. Then it's the Atkins, then it's keto, then it's all, pro- you know, Joe Rogan goes all protein, which I, lo- which I love because I'm a meat <laughs> guy. You know this. But I'm married to a vegetarian, which makes it very difficult because <laughs> you want to go. That. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I mean, hard on a meat lover. <laughs> it's it's not well. It's not fun, right? Because because so much about what we call braai or barbecuing meat. It's a cultural thing. It's mm-hmm. it's as much standing around the fire cooking the meat as it is actually eating it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not fun when you go. Who are you cooking for? Myself. <laughs> Who's going to eat meat with you? Nobody. You know, it's hard to buy as well. So it's interesting. So I am always up for a steak with a friend somewhere. <laughs> Let's go for a steak. But there's so many. There's so many voices, so many opinions, so many people. Yeah, I'm not vegetarian either. No, I know. Arbonne, but I think, but the I think company track, is. Uh, yeah, but I think track record though. Yeah. So I want to tell a lot of these fly-by-night things. You know, I always see it pop up. Eat bananas and it's terrible for you. And then one month later, that's a lie. You eat bananas, it's great for you. I eggs know. are terrible. Don't eat eggs. Eggs are great for you. I mean, it's like, you know, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Try it and test it is important still. Absolutely. Not just in the media not today. Bad. Not just in the media today <laughs> where we can't trust the media for anything. We need to prove and verify, but also in what we put on our bodies. And then people will say, well, it's more expensive. Whey protein is cheap. You get what you pay for. Yes. And I know it is more expensive at times. I mean, then there's also a barrier I think you cross where it gets crazy. Whole Foods, you know, whole paycheck. It's I, I, way cheaper than Whole Foods. Yes. <laughs> right. So, so okay. So, it is about healthy, healthy body, healthy set of skills, mm-hmm. healthy self-image. Yes. Right. Now, let's get into the spiritual component. Okay. Okay. Just personal experience. And, and let's... You, we might as well. We've used your sons as examples. So you might as well continue to use your children. I'll apologize later. Um, a a person who is spiritually numb or not active or in spiritual turmoil, my experience is it has massive effect on people. 
it it seriously hinders their ability to really be the best version of themselves. And I want to drive that home today. That's why I love track and field. And, and your kids are track athletes. I play team sport, but I also ran track, very competitive track. There's no one to blame. I can't blame anybody. It's me against the stopwatch. I can say I'm running against the other eight guys in nine lanes in a 100-meter sprint, but I'm really not running against them. I'm running, yes, even if I beat them, but I ran a bad time for me, right. it wasn't a good day. So right. I'm really just running against the stopwatch, which is why I love track. Now, I also love team sport because you learn about people, but right. just if I'm not healthy spiritually or a person, my personal opinion is the effects are tremendous. I mean, you I don't think you can be the best version of yourself if you don't understand who God created you to be. I agree with that. I agree with that. I one of my pet peeves is the opposite of knowing who God is and that is all these self-help books like The Secret. Mm. That it's that you as a human can do it. That is so dangerous. That is so dangerous. So the devil can't create anything. He's just a copycat. So he takes what God does and he he tries to copy it, but in a perverted, destructive way. So you got to be careful with the self-help stuff and with self-improvement where it's about you and it's not about, it, it has to be, who God is and who he created you to be. That's the foundation of all of it. It's not that I can just think my way into it, that I can just affirm saying all these affirmations out loud to affirm it. And call the universe to line up and whatever. I mean, I've had crazy, I've had a woman in California spray water and say, this is your aura spray and this is going to change. And I said, get that stuff away. I mean, it's insane. It's sad. But it shows how desperate people are for actually finding something that works that's really dependable. It makes me sad that they go to all the work. They do all the work, but they're on the wrong track. They're on a track going to hell. It's just the wrong track, but they're, they can have, uh, they can work hard at it. They can start with good intentions, but they're literally on the wrong track and the track is going in a really bad direction. So it, that part makes me sad. I had someone recently asked me, Yaku, well, in your theory, and, and it's someone people know, said, well, why would, why is Tom Cruise successful then? I said, well, number one, God wrote laws for the universe. If you work hard and you sow in fertile soil, a harvest will come. Mm-hmm. But but what harvest are we measuring? Because is he successful? Well, yeah, he's successful. He's got a lot of money. He doesn't have a relationship with his children. He's had failed marriages. and He's, he's, he's struggling to just see his children. Yeah. Is that success? No, Good because point. it's almost like people just measure success today just by money. And it's we not, just it's see holistic what, health. We only see what the PR team wants us to of, see as well. Of course. We, yeah. we don't go into the rehab centers. Right. We don't go into the, okay, now it's Scientology and now it's Kabbalah and now it's, and now it's alcohol. And, it's, and, you know, and so is that really success? We get little five-minute clips of, of celebrities' lives and we think, oh, they've made it. That's not a, this is why I always say, look at real people in your community where God has planted you. Real people, people, not that Tom Cruise is not a real person, but you don't know enough about him right. to consider whether whether it's balanced. 
but somebody in your life that's not a celebrity where you get to see a variety of their life at home, at work, and find somebody that that is healthy-ish and functional because we're all works in progress and say, okay, maybe I model some of that. But the kids that go, I want to model LeBron James's life. You don't know anything about LeBron James. You know what the PR team wants you to see and you know him on the court, but you don't, you know, so... That goes back to the they skip the they skip the foundation. First, let's know who God is. Read your Bible, see how big he is, and let's see what the Bible says about those of us who are in Christ. Um, I am recently in the past couple of years of on the board of directors of a nonprofit called Eternal Heiress. And this the original lot of goals i'm just amazed at what this women's group does but one of the things is um, for people to know who they are in christ and to spend one hour a day with god and like in sports you know you can't just go out and run a mile or run a marathon you start and work up to it i i I laugh, you know, remembering trying to run around my block and thinking I can't breathe, you know. Um, it's baby steps, and it's that way with reading your Bible and praying, too. Uh, an hour can seem like an eternity. Like, we can waste an hour on our cell phone pretty oh, easy. Oh, on YouTube, like nothing. But when you say, okay, this is my time with God. I'm going to have my Bible and my journal, and I'm going to pray. Oh, my gosh, it's been five minutes. Well, I'm done, you know, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, it's like working out. The more you do it, the better you get at it. And, um, this nonprofit I have has also done something no one else in the history of Ten of Nashville has ever done. And that's to establish the first 24 seven house of prayer. And we even bought three acres of the highest property overlooking Nashville from the North. And we have uh, people that live there and take the night watch so that we've got 24-7 prayer going on. And this just came from a dream that God put on the hearts of a few women who decided to make prayer a part of our personal lives for the benefit of ourselves and our family and then for the benefit of our community. And your city and declaring certain things yeah, over that city. So it's been yeah. amazing. It's like the fish in the lows, you know. Jesus could have fed the 5,000 people without any help, but he said, you feed them. And they're like, what do you got? Oh, well, somebody over here has, you know, two fish and five loaves. Okay. And Jesus takes what we gave him, and then he does the miracles with it. So, like, we've got to do our part. Yeah. we got to do— Br Bring what he gave it. you. And yeah. it's, a, it's a parable of the talents— Bring what he gave you to the table. Yeah. And I think so often people don't because they listen to voices in their community that cut them down. And I, I you said something earlier. I believe this firmly. When one girl, the, the, the backstabbing culture, the girl-on-girl -girl crime culture, it's very different for boys. Guys is very different. <laughs> right. We, we Guys, we're friends in groups, 10, 12 guys. We're all best friends. And we never go, oh, you spent time with John yesterday. I can't believe you didn't spend time with me. Girls... Oh my gosh, it's territorial. I, I'm your best friend. I can't believe you didn't take me. But it's jealousy. It's the, I believe, and I think, I may have heard this from you way, way back, but 
I believe a girl sees something in another girl she admires, and then they try and tear it down. Well, the enemy twists it around in their head. So if that girl hasn't been doing her power hour, her time reading the Bible, knowing who God is, knowing what God, what God says about her, she's an easy target for the negative voices that come in and say, you know, she's better than you or, you know, you should have had that role or you should have gotten this or that invitation instead of her. So the negative voices that come in that torment a person. Um, but if you... If you're grounded in the Bible and the word of God and you're spending daily time with the Lord in prayer and reading your Bible and praising, you, you're you very less likely to even hear that voice. Eventually, you're not even really going to hear that voice. At first, you'll hear it, but you'll go, ah, that's not God. That sounds yeah. like the enemy trying you're to You're able to me. identify and, and mark yeah. the voice for what it is. Yeah, so, yeah. So what our goal is with this nonprofit is to help everyone to spend their own personal hour with the Lord. And now it's developed into this big citywide thing. And we actually have a 50 days to transformation program. And I'm one of the co-writers, co-authors of it. We've done it in, we've done it in detention centers with girls who are like in juvenile prison. We've done it in uh, India and an orphanage. And then we've done it with women who are even ministry leaders. So people from the most experienced Christians to, to the least, you know, to the orphan and the person in juvenile prison. Uh, And it works because it's, it's going through seven weeks of, repetition of reminding you teaching you who God is how he created you and the hope that there is for your own purpose and plan establishing identity yeah true identity yeah so it's called 50 days to transformation and we're about to uh we used to do it by just getting a church to donate the printing of it but now we have an official publisher it's going to come out in a nice you know, beautiful version. So it'll be easier to multiply it. Um, it's kind of, it was just a little tricky to try. So to, for someone listening that either wants it for themselves or has a daughter or a son. Yeah. Because it's not just, this is not, we talk about girls often, but but this is, look, if we, if we know anything, boys are under attack. Men, being a man is under attack. Oh, that's a whole nother segment. But it's totally, yeah. and a real woman wants men to be their best version because we function so much better when men are masculine and take their official role as head of the family and it takes all the pressure off the women so uh, yeah that's a whole nother segment that we can do but very important super important so important today in our culture so important and so needed and the enemy knows if he can if he can unstabilize or destabilize yeah. That dynamic, uh, that house is is in trouble. And the, I think the statistic—I don't know, Dan, if you remember—but we can pull it up. But I think I think I'm right when I say this: if a father walks a walk of faith, there's an 80% chance that the whole family converts and and walks a walk of faith. If a father does not, it plummets down to like 22%. Mm-hmm. 
And so and it's important. It doesn't make women less important. It is just about, again, identity. Why did God create man and I women? I don't want to be the dad, the husband, no, the man. I don't want to be the mom. I'm so busy being the woman and so happy being the woman. And I just want my husband to be so happy and busy being the man. Yeah. You know, it's just the devil just tries to confuse yeah. all of that. So for the mom, the, the individual, the young person, the guy, girl, man, woman that says, okay, 50 days to transformation uh-huh. that's interested where do they find this again they find this at the moment it's, it's not in person it, can it, it's it about on? to launch okay. um they can if um they could follow me and i'll be posting about it uh yeah. on we'll, his, we'll throw we'll yeah. throw all your stuff up on the screen for sure where people can find you all right um what excite you know you're in the movie business are you working on a project at the moment and normally you can't divulge projects, but I mean, are you are you active in a project now? I have, I have completed my casting on some projects that have yet to come out. Okay. So. Yeah, and that's a process. <laughs> Trust me, I know, because I produce and direct. It's I, from casting to someone actually seeing it. Mountains move. I mean, it's a. It's, it's it's a, a miracle. Fun, it's a miracle. It is a miracle. It's yeah. no, so it's many moving pieces and parts. Because you had so many different people. Yeah. A film set is a fascinating environment, and I like the contrast you you draw between a film set and a fashion shoot. I've done a lot of fashion shoots myself, and and so there, there's a huge contrast. It's quick in, quick out. There's it, not a lot of you know personal interaction because you're not there for a long time. A film shoot, you've got anything from 50 to 100 people from all walks of life. You don't have a clue where they come from and their background, what kind of day they had yesterday. And you got to live with these people yeah. and be with them for a long period of time. It's all, like all it's set like around a, one vision and one goal that you can't see. It's not like I can see there's the building and here's the drawing. I've got this idea. I always joke and say, James Cameron, we had the privilege of meeting him and, and Philippa did in, in, at, uh, at the Marvel Vault in, in LA. Can you imagine when James goes, it's kind of like Pocahontas, but it's it's these space people in blue and they're seven and a half feet tall. And, 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 sky, <laughs> and then people go, yeah, that's awesome. Let's go do it. And it's like, do we really know what we're doing? And that's a film set. And so there's this idea and then getting all these people with different dispositions to rally around this idea and be on time and work together and not against each other. And it's an organized circus to get a movie made. It's a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um as you well know because you've directed some. <laughs> yeah, and we've and we have thrown some heavy stuff your way. The casting process is intense because you go through a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And and it's finding that little person that stands out and I would still argue it's confidence. A lot of it is confidence. Oh, absolutely. Because I I've seen so many actors and on screen they're so talented, but you you just know I call it. It's confidence based in fact. I hate the fake confidence people. Yes. A- as an agent. Not arrogance. No. no, but they'll say, oh, I can do it. Yes. And I'll say, okay, hop up on the stage and do it right now. Oh, if it was real, I could do it. And like they, 95% of the time, they can never do it. And I'm like, that's why you you skip development. You haven't done enough practicing and development. You are not ready for your big. It's a boastful confidence. It's not a knowing, a true confidence. You just took me back. I had a flash, man. I was 19 years old. I transferred. I was playing professional rugby. I was transferring from one team, the Bulls, to the Lions. And I had an interview. 
I played a game on a Saturday and the Monday I had an interview with a different team and it was the whole board of this team. And they sat me down and they said, you know, can, can you be a lot? Can you play for the light? Can you adopt our culture? It's an interview, mm-hmm. right? And one guy, and I'll never forget this. He's a former superstar and he became, you know, president of this board. He looked at me and said, where's your cleats? Your cleats, like mm-hmm. football cleats or rugby cleats. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's in my trunk. And he goes, this guy's ready. <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he said, and this was at night. The, the interview was at night. It was a board meeting. It was 8 o'clock at night. It was at the stadium. The lights were off. And he said, are you ready to go on the field right now and kick? Because I'm, you know, I'm a kicker. To, and kick. And I go, my cleats is in the car. Give me 30 minutes to warm up and I'll kick. And he goes, this guy's ready. And that's what you're talking about is, are you actually ready? Which means... You're constantly in the shadows working on your craft. Mm -hmm. And then when someone turns the lights on, you go, all right, let's go. The lights are on. And I would say that bringing that back to spiritually, if you're not doing your own hour of prayer, when there's a crisis, you are not ready to go to battle spiritually. You can't recover like that. No, yeah, you're going to (laughs) go. You need to be working out. Working out your prayer muscles and your Bible reading muscles so that you are ready uh, when you're called upon to like go to spiritual battle for your family or your community. Um, we can't just think you're just going to go run the marathon. So in a kind way, the kindest way I can, and correct me if I'm not doing this kind enough, but it is about physical health. Mm-hmm. Pe- we got to take care of our temples. We can't let that go because then we're not ready. Mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. Yeah. It's ho- it's a holistic yeah. approach. So yes, it may be skin care, but that goes into your system, your pores. But but I, th- I think it's important that as human beings, we look at all of it and not just get stuck in just one thing. Oh, well, I, you know, Dr. Pete Sulak sat in that chair and he said, Yaku, and you've had a conversation with him, I know. But Super he, nice man. He sat in that chair and he said, Yaku, I have patients that are the cleanest eaters that have heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but, because they're neglecting other areas of the body. Or they may be clean eaters, but their relationships are terrible. Or their relationships are great, but their body is super overweight or obese. So it really is about a holistic approach in personal development mm-hmm. and skills. So, uh, Nisi, thank you. We're going to throw as much of what we can on the screen where okay. people can find you. And um, thank you for the tip on Arbon. Um, You're welcome. Talking about that, if you're going to drink coffee, you might as well drink Restore Coffee. And we'll throw this on the screen. This is a company that sends its proceeds to establish safe houses for sex traffic survivors, those who were victimized by sex trafficking. It's incredible being sourced from Hawaii and India and Kenya from around the world, Robusta and Arabica beans. It's phenomenal coffee. Uh, you can order a subscription at Restore, R-E-S-T-O-R. It will be on the screen, RestoreCoffee.com. Get some Restore coffee. You might as well help save a life by drinking a cup of coffee. Nisi, you've helped many, many lives and <laughs> you continue you. to do so. Thanks for what you've done. Thanks for how you've invested in your children. I'm a personal benefactor from that. Our children, your grandchildren, are beneficiaries of that. And you do the same for them. Um, and just keep going. Uh, well, keep thanks. Doing it. And the same to you. Thanks for all you do and keep doing it. Yeah, we, we, we try. We work in the shadows. I can tell you that. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you.